there a doctor in the house? Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's time for Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Batar. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. The doctor is in. Yes, the doctor is officially in, so now the week can begin. Dr. Batar, he's back from the Health Minister's Conference in Charlotte there. How did that go? You're warming up for your own advanced medicine seminar. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great conference. That That is one bunch of really spiritually aligned people. I really enjoyed myself there, and uh, it was great. I really enjoyed myself there. It was a, a complete non-denominational. Everybody was kind of welcomed together, it sounds like. Well, um, it's primarily a Christian-based organization, mm-hmm. and um, you know it was interesting when we got to the spiritual toxicity aspect. And mm. when I was sitting on the panel afterwards, uh, it was brought up again about the Christian aspect. And I said, "Okay, let me explain the spiritual toxicity to you the best way I can." I said, "The founders of this organization who came to uh, ask me to come and lecture here, they're Christian. They know that I'm Muslim, and yet they still ask me to come and welcome me. And that is an example of." Absolutely no spiritual toxicity whatsoever. That's you know, mm-hmm. they they, um, they opened and received me with open arms, and you know we are we all have our belief systems, and we all have different belief systems. But I mean, just like you, Robert, mm-hmm. you're of the Jewish faith. That's how you were born. I'm of the Muslim faith. We we're born, and they said that Muslims and Jews don't get along. I think we get along pretty good. And well, I don't think yeah, and Thai is is uh, the Christian faith, and of course, yeah, we, Thai Thai doesn't count. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you guys like don't get along at all. So I don't I don't even count them. You know. So. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 uh, we're friends and we're humans and. Our relationship that binds us is based upon our common beliefs. Mm-hmm. Everybody has things that can destroy. I mean, if you look at it, every single human being on this planet is different. That's why we're biologically unique. We're genetically different. Mm-hmm. But what unites people is their commonalities. And anybody can sit down and look at all the three monotheistic religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and see unbelievable amounts of commonalities, but they choose to accentuate the differences. And I think that's what is the differing factor that friends, people that Mm -hmm. tend to associate with each other, people that have a camaraderie and a common belief system, regardless of what their uh, underlying faith is or other beliefs and other things, what unites us is our commonality. Yeah, I I definitely see that. I I think that when we come together, there's a, there's a spirit that, that just kind of flows and it, and it's not denominated. It literally is from the source of all sources. We dig it. We enjoy it. We let it out and the labels off. And, and I've said this too, Dr. Batar, you could be in your congregation, no matter what religion it is. And, and, you know, inter- interview a hundred people, they'll all have a hundred, hundred different views on what they believe their religion is. Honestly, exactly. when you get right down to it. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And not, not only that, their interpretation, you know, the belief is one, what they believe is all based upon on individual perception and individual interpretation. And so you're absolutely right. A hundred different people in the same congregation of the same faith, of the same particular denomination within that faith will have their own independent uh, interpretations, which will differ from everyone else's within that same congregation. 
Yeah, that, that is a, a shocker when you step back and, and look at that. And and listen, we're a tribal species. Uh, Liam has talked about that over the years, that we like to gather in groups and hang out together with people of like mind. But those things are often divisive in a sense because you fear those that are not in there. And I was I had a great the great fortune of being traveling around the world when I was younger and meeting people from all over the world and, and making a common bond that has lasted to this day well into my adult years wherever they are around the world. And we recognize that. Now, some people will say it's it's just a trite saying to say we're all the same. Well, we're not. We're unique and individual. But from the standpoint of sharing that human spirituality, we can label it however we want. But there's something that flows. And if we can go into Star Wars, we'll talk about the force. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the force is the universal consciousness. It is the creator. It is God. It is whatever you want to call it. But it is far greater than what we are. It is from where we all came. And it is to where we shall all return. And within that light we that that's what makes us like you and i and ty and other people that are like-minded it's what speaks to us the truth that speaks to us that unites us and i believe that that's what backs us up and there are mm-hmm. other entities that are darker forces what we've talked about before yes positive or negative or evil or good you know there's certain things beyond evil and i think that's i don't care what their faiths are i don't care if they're muslim they're christians or jews they're yeah. still that there's a there's a good and there's bad okay and that's what it comes down to and i don't i think that people um when they start looking at religion they're being distracted just like democrats and republicans they're being distracted it's all the same problem i mean you know we, we have all these things that the hierarchy tries to d- disillusion us with or distract us with mm-hmm. and those that don't see through this facade get enamored with this conflict but that conflict is nothing more than an illusion well they're they're leeching off the energy of others rather than tapping into the divine source that's my my opinion is that when you when you have to dominate other people when you have to let's say force them to believe the way that you believe like you know we go around the world uh making the world safe for democracy which is nonsense because our own founders said democracy was a very dangerous form of government we didn't want to have Yet this idea that we must make it safe, it's an illusion to say we, we must subjugate others. And we see our own government, if we can call it our own government, trying to subjugate the people, convincing them that they're not connected to a higher source, that their source is government. Exactly. And that's what I mean, that it's all disillusion. You know, they accentuate the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. And what people forget is that we are commonly, this is an illusion to distract us. The real enemy is the the puppet master who's pulling the chain of whoever, whether it's Republican president or Democrat president, Republican Congress or Democratic Congress. It doesn't matter. The puppet masters are the same. And so the religion aspect is another way to create and accentuate differences between Muslims and Jews and Christians. What everybody tends to forget is that Abraham was the father of all the monotheistic religions, which basically represents, I don't know, 60, 70% of the earth's population. So Moses, uh, well, who the Jews follow, and Christians who follow Christ, and uh, Muslims who follow Muhammad, they all came, all the lineage comes back to Isaac or Ishmael that were born both sons of uh, Abraham. And Abraham was, you know, what Muslims celebrate when they feast at the end of Eid, when we do the sacrifice of the of the goat or the lamb or the cow or whatever it is, everybody does different things. And in Islam, what we celebrate once a year based on the lunar calendar at the end of Eid, which is when we sacrifice a cow or a goat or a lamb, it's a symbolic representation of the end of human sacrifice when Abraham was told to sacrifice his son and when he was about to, God stopped him. And you know the story from the Bible. It's the same story in the Quran. It's the same story in the Old Testament, in the Torah. So 
th- that's the same common story that Abraham was a father of all the monotheistic religions. People tend to forget that. And so why do they forget that? It's because the powers that be will magnify the differences, the subtle differences between Judaism, Christianity, and Islam and accentuate that and, and magnify it to the point that people that aren't they're not even looking at the truth or the real picture. They get so caught up in the minute details and they accentuate those differences and this conflict that arises. When if we step back for a second and we say, okay, this is like two cockfights, you know, what do they call them? Those rooster fights? Yeah, yeah, you said it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they create these cockfights because it's it's a – source of entertainment but if those two roosters just stopped for a second and dog fights or whatever they stopped for a second and they looked at each other and said you know what i'm not going to do this because these people you know they, they don't have an agenda to uh, help us i mean i'm going i'm figuratively speaking of course <laughs> yeah. the roosters are dogs you know they're trained <laughs> yes. to fight but if yeah. people stood back for a second and said you know what i'm not going to engage in this conflict because right. this is ridiculous then they'd realize that the common enemy to both groups or in this case, all three groups are two. In, in really, it's humanity. It's the, the enemy of humanity. It's the same enemy, but we don't even recognize what it is. We're too busy fighting among ourselves right, to realize other, yeah. that the real enemy, you know, is pulling the puppet strings. Well, and we can talk about it like uh, recognizing the international bankers, because behind all the wars are the bankers, and if they have to utilize and manipulate religion, so be it. They don't give a flip. They'll use whatever they can. Exactly. And, and that's where we're waking up now to see the destruction of the, the Federal Reserve note dollar, which is not a dollar. And, of course, the global monetary system crumbling before our eyes. And if you're listening and you're in the bureaucratic oligarchy in government, your your days are numbered. And I'm not talking about any life-threatening scenario. I'm just talking about you're, how are you going to get paid with money that is worth worth nothing as it fra- the fractional reserve system just spins out of control as Bernanke prints up $85 billion a month. You better think about this because exactly. what you're doing is worth less to an environment that has no more fiat currency in the same way that it does. Because right now you have a cushy job. You think you have your retirement. What happens when the rug is pulled out from under you? What can you do that is actually a benefit to mankind except manipulate and push others to the brink of bankruptcy yourself? You know, I've thought about that, Robert, so many times. I'm glad you're bringing that up because I've, I look at people and I say, okay, when the proverbial poop hits the fan <laughs> yes. and, and, and there is no – you know, the, the currency is, it's not a question of if it'll happen, it's a question of when. But I look at that and think, you know, when the paper that the money is printed on mm-hmm. is not going to, I mean, in fact, toilet paper will be worth more because it's at least as softer and it's not as abrasive. Right. Just think about, that's exactly what I thought about. What will people do? And what service can they provide? Like, I look at attorneys, for example. Now, no disrespect to attorneys. Go I, ahead, disrespect them all you want. Go ahead. But, you know, my brothers, <laughs> both my brother, my sister, my dad, they're all attorneys, and yes. I have some very good friends that are attorneys. But, you know, attorneys, what will they do? Or accountants, you know, when there's people that don't have money to pay and there's no, you know, what are you going to do? How, how are they going to be able to provide a service? Uh, or let's say, let's say the financial advisors, if the, if there's no more stock market or there's no more currency, but people aren't believing in the value of a fiat currency as you put it right then how is a financial advisor going to earn his revenue and i mean i've i've really been very grateful that i have the profession that i have that i can help people but i my goal has always been to become self-sustained that's one reason you know mm-hmm. own cows chickens you know the, have our own meat have our own garden our own way of uh, creating sustenance for ourselves but what about so many other people that don't have that and aren't even looking at that, not aware of that. I'm really, really pleasantly surprised at how many people are doing things to promote their own independence from the grid. And they learn how to make, you know, various things from their own butter to their, you know, growing their own 
uh, herbs and uh, vegetables, etc. I'm really pleased to see that, but that's just not the majority of people. A lot of them mm-hmm. don't have any concept. In fact, I came across one gentleman who lives in New York City, and I thought, well, this guy, you know, he was talking about being independent. Yes. And I thought, well, you know, he doesn't even have a place to grow anything. I found out on the rooftop uh-huh. in his high rise, he got special permission from the building. Uh, from the owner of the building or from whoever he rents the building from. And he has a hydroponics garden up above. And in fact, other neighbors are now coming to him and asking if they can buy tomatoes from him. And wow, that's because yeah. he's got it growing in this hydroponics, you know, whatever scenario he created up there with four or five different hydroponic plants. But it's ph- phenomenal what he's doing. And he told me, he said, this is fantastic. He's right in the middle of, you know, the concrete jungle and he's doing this right well this is an incredible time to uh, be stepping out and doing it because i you know we don't know when we know that it's a when but we don't know when these things are crumbling down we do know that the purchasing power of the paper that most people are working for is declining and those who again as i said who are in the bureaucratic oligarchy and government your days are numbered think about your future the future of your kids if you're banking on government always being there for you to pay your bills it ain't going to be happening for very much longer. So uh, start planning ahead. At least start growing a garden. And if you need to, keep listening. And I think you do to Advanced Medicine Monday. We'll teach you how to heal yourself as well. So stand by. we got lots more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It is Advanced Medicine Monday. Dr. Rasha Bittar, we got a major announcement, major announcement about an August event. And it is in Cancun, Mexico. We'll tell you about that in a little bit as well. Stand by. You're listening to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Information is so good, it requires no expiration date. The Robert Scott Bell Show. We opened on a little bit of a religious or spiritual bent, but I want to remind everybody that when we're talking about the history of any of these religions, none of them were 501c3 organizations approved of by government. They all superseded and preceded government. And and spirituality goes far beyond government, and that's the problem government has with a lot of people who are really deeply spiritual religious. And the the reason the government's going after folks that are having religious exemptions for vaccination, Dr. Batar, that's another big issue now, is I covered last week, even California already, New York has done this. Oregon is now trying to go after uh, parents that are trying to get religious exemptions to make them go through an online class about the safety of vaccinations before they let them exempt. I'm thinking, dude, unless they say the only safe vaccine is a vaccine that's never used, they're lying. Well, you know, this is like bordering on cult mentality that they're going to make people go through classes to try to bend their minds to the facts that are already out there. I mean, it's unbelievably ridiculous that a government that has already established the fact that there are certain ingredients and it's public information, all this information from the CDC that you and I both know that Sherry Tempany has accumulated mm-hmm. the stuff. She's collected it all through the CDC's own archives. This information that what the vaccines contain, that it contains actual human fetal blood mm-hmm. samples from mutated cell lines. I mean, let me just read over some of the vaccine ingredients. These are the ingredients that are commonly found in vaccines. Monosodium glutamate, antifreeze, formaldehyde, aluminum, glycerin, lead, cadmium, sulfates, yeast, proteins, antibiotics, acetone, neomycin, streptomycin, mercury, monkey kidney, dog kidney, chick embryo, chicken eggs, duck eggs, calf serum, aborted fetal tissue, that's human aborted fetal tissue, pig blood, horse blood, sheep blood, rabbit brain, guinea pig brain, cow heart, animal viruses, 
I mean, the list goes on and on. This is a card that somebody handed me at the conference that I lectured at over the weekend. And they asked me, is this truly what's in vaccines? And there's other things in vaccines that aren't even listed on here. I mean, Sherry's books go into this in implicit detail. detail, But the point is, how can a government that knowingly has put this, allowed this stuff to go in there, and now they're going to mandate or try to require parents to go through online classes so that they can be educated as to how a vaccine is safe? How can anything be safe with this type of garbage in it? Well, this this is the thing. It's, it's really descending very rapidly now, Dr. Batar. I mean, there was a judge that ruled, I, I, some famous singer or something, I didn't know who she was, but she evidently had questioned the, the role of the the federal government and bankers and taxation. And so they're trying to put her in like a re-education camp now. I mean, those that people that believe that things are linked and there are people behind things suddenly now that big C word that we've talked about, not cancer, but conspiracy is now being relegated to some sort of uh, um, DSM five, which by the way, interestingly enough, major psychiatric association kind of um, distance itself from the new DSM five. They're saying there's no scientific substantiation for most of the psychiatric disorders that are out there. Really? Yeah. So there's some major stuff happening on all different levels and fronts. But, you know, you you read the ingredients of vaccines and you, you've got this fear in Darth Vader Association uh, saying that these natural substances have to be regulated right off the market. And it's OK to inject children, innocent little babies with the stuff you just read. Right. And there's there's just no rationale that any rational person can can give that would justify this. This is the, this is the confusing aspect. It's, it's so absurd that it absolutely defies any type of linear sequential thought pattern. So you, you can't even respond to it because you're too busy looking at the other person going, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, or, you know, the, <laughs> Robert, it reminds me of it reminds me of my kids running around and something happened. They looked at each other and they're like, "What the?" Yeah. I mean, they didn't say the whole thing, but it's like, what right? The? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Look, my encouragement uh, to those who are in this uh, crazy regulatory scheme: leave now while you can, with your sanity, with your soul, with with, with some semblance of integrity. Because you, you know the things that you're doing now are really destroying people's lives, not helping them. And, and, you know, look, I had, had a story just the other day about the e- Environmental Protection Agency approved another pesticide, this time from Dow Chemical, that's already been acknowledged to be wiping out the bees and the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency. Just what environment are they protecting with this? Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's a great question. That's a million-dollar question. Yeah, well, it's a billion-dollar because it's the regulators that are enabling the, co- the companies, if you will, or the industry they're supposed to be regulating. So this is a big, big issue, as we've seen the revolving door between all the federal bureaucracies out into the private, semi-private industry that has been granted special monopoly protection status, like the vaccine industry, the polluting industry. We go on and on and on. So we are living in, a, a I guess, an insane asylum if we decide to, or we could remove or extricate ourselves from it and begin living a sane life by doing what? Planting food. But then we have regulators coming in on a state and local level saying, no, no, you can't do that. Hydroponics? Uh, well, no, you might be growing something we don't approve of. Oh, you want to share a cow? No, we can't have you that because you might drink milk that is raw, which is the only milk that's real. But that's, you know, think about it. It's just like you said, the kids go, what the? That, that's where we're going now. What the? Robert, maybe we should change our slogan from the power to heal is yours to 
what the <laughs> what the is going on around here? Well, I, I think we know. I mean, people are have lost their way and have lost their way so far from uh, some semblance of integrity that you know it's it, it's like we started today, Doctor Bittar. It's it's a spiritual crisis. It's nothing less than that. And again, I'm stepping back from a 501c3 organized church, religion, mosque, synagogue. That's not what I'm talking about here. In fact, on Friday, I had a great interview with uh, Bruce Lipton, cellular biologist. He wrote the Biology of Belief, Biology of Complementary Medicine. Now he's written a new book called The Honeymoon Effect, The Science of Creating Heaven on Earth. And he brings that all of these things that some people say are new age into the realm of science to say, literally, your beliefs alter your genetic expression. That's exactly right. And it is it is absolutely the truth. I've, I've enjoyed Bruce Lipton's work tremendously. And I was given some of his work by a mutual friend of ours, Robert, actually mm-hmm. Alden, yes. shared it with me some years ago. And I remember I was going on a trip and uh, I listened to it and I couldn't help but starting to laugh because he was explaining in the Biology of Belief program on audio, he was explaining exactly what my observation was. And what was most amazing to me is that he was giving me the explanation of what I was doing clinically. Yes, yes, And yes. I had I'd never understood how am I getting these results. But he was – it was almost like I'm doing something. I'm not sure what I'm doing or why I'm getting these results. I know what I'm doing and I, the, the rationale is there. But why the results are so much more superior. And then he's explaining it. He's the primer. And I just started laughing. I was like, this is – I yes. mean, it's so beautiful because – what he explained is what I had been doing, what I have been doing, and what, which explains why I was clinically so successful. And it made – it was like almost a room that you're in that's lit, but it's dimly lit, and you can see everything, but it's still – you know, you didn't realize how bright it could be till those lights were flipped on, and then it all made sense. Yes. And he's absololutely right. Yeah, that's, it's, it's like the Matrix movie. You know, you see that Matrix movie and how yep. it, it lit up how the things were working. And I'll talk to people that are Christians, that are Jews, that are Muslims, that are New Age. They'll all see reflections of their own belief system within there, and they're all they go, oh, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. And, and so it's tapped into that something deeper. That's exactly right. And that deeper that we're talking about is tapped into is that universal consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, listen, it's exciting the path we're on. It really is, even though uh, there are a lot of hardships, a lot of things that are going to be tough. Some things are already tough for a lot of folks out there. But as I say, I even have people, you know, calling or writing and asking, you know, what do we do economically? It's so rough. And I'm just like, you know, we're right in that cusp of transition where all all of us grew up in a belief system or perspective that these things would be valuable. Suddenly they're becoming less valuable or not valuable at all. What do we do for the kids now that we're raising? And they look at do I do I go to college? Do I become a doctor? Like with your daughter, we talked about do you become a doctor or do you become a healer? even outside of that realm, just because you know what you can do to help people. And that's the most valuable thing in the world. Well, one of the things, Robert, is that coming back to that conversation about what a person does with their life and if they're challenged by which route they should take to um, you know, pursue a career. And you know, if you want to be a provider, a healthcare provider, I would still tell people that they should go the conventional route and go in through there because here's the thing. If you do it from outside and you try to come in, you'll never really be able to make a dif- difference on a large scale. But if you do it from within the system, that's the only way to really do it. I personally believe that the shifts that are going to occur are going to occur actually when the public demands it because really if you look at it historically, nothing significant has changed in the history of man until the people demanded it. No organization, no government, no 
um, authoritative body has ever been able to elicit any significant change. It's only when the people no longer tolerated the status quo and wanted that new change, that 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 definitive uh, shift in paradigm occurring, has there ever been any significant or at least any change that was of significance, I should say, that has occurred. And so when we're talking, that's what's happening right now. We talk about the people, that consciousness is shifting. We've talked about this numerous times. But if a person really wants to do something as from a healthcare profession, I mean, just look at in your own example, you've been able to make a lot of impact on a lot of people. But had you not had the voice to do so through the radio and through the ability to speak, uh, I don't think as a homeopath you would have ever been able to impact nearly as many lives as you have been the way you have. And I honestly don't believe that I would have been able to impact as many lives had I not been in the medical profession. So if somebody really wants to make a difference, I think they do need to come into the medical profession and do it from within. Because from without, mm-hmm. you'll never be accepted into the into the inner sanctums anyway. You well, follow what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to have people follow their bliss. Like I said, in my path, it was different even though I knew I'd grow up to be a doctor. When I was confronted with what it meant to be an allopathic doctor in a western society i couldn't stomach the things i was asked to have to do i couldn't and in me it was just rubbing me so wrong and i had been victimized if i can call it that through the first 18 years of my life at that point i said i can't do this to other people even though i knew i had to be a healer but i kind of gave it up then spirit god sent me another another way another path and so always being open to that sometimes it doesn't come the way you think it was supposed to because you just didn't have a frame of reference at the time then bingo bango bongo the lights open up you're like whoa i didn't see that was there exactly and that awareness that awakening when you see it it truly transforms an individual and it creates that shift in consciousness and Everything opens up. It's literally mm-hmm. like the lights flipping on, and that's a beautiful experience because every time that's happened to me, yes, you know, it, it leaves you, it leaves you in a place of humbleness, and it also mm-hmm. the perspective of everything changes. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue to shift some consciousness here on Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rasha Bittar on the Robert Scad Bell Show. Every Monday we kick off the week in high healing style. And, of course, you can catch all of the archive versions through MedicalRewind.com. Also in the show notes, I link those articles as well, as well as the archives. So stand by. We've got lots more healing to go. And, again, I tell you, a big announcement coming up where one of the Advanced Medicine Seminars is going to be. And you'll want to be there, too. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Making sense out of medical propaganda. Here's Robert. All right, I don't know if anybody's picking up on the not-so-subtle messages about what's coming down, what is happening, what is manifesting, what is what is transpiring right now in our world. And we've talked so much, Dr. Batar, about transformation, shifts in consciousness, and you know the reality starts to hit when you get hungry, as many people are because of the economics changing so much. Right now, those in government, I think the most expensive homes in, in the country are not like in Malibu, California, but overall it's Washington, D.C. and the surrounding environments because they're sucking the lifeblood out of the rest of the country and creating a completely dominant government culture. And that can only sustain itself for so long. And I think that's the message because each one of you out there listening, and we we have uh, some suspicion that there may be those listening in the bureaucratic oligarchy, are going to have to deal with a time when they have cancer in their family. 
serious diseases that modern medicine, although it's sanctioned by FDA and government, is ill-equipped to handle. And at a certain point, you'll say, all of these things I've been trying to regulate out of existence, I need now for my own survival or the survival of my spouse, my loved one, my children. And that's where I want you to get to the heart of what is going on right now. The freedom to heal is coming back. And it's coming back even if, you, if, you, if you're trying to fight against it, all you want to do. But the freedom to heal is coming back because freedom will break out everywhere. It's tried to you know, squeeze the life out of, out of freedom or freedom out of life. It's coming back. And I, I just, that's the message I want to send today. The point that you bring up, Robert, about these people that may be listening, which I hope they are listening. And in fact, you and I have talked about this. We know they are listening. And we know because of certain reasons, um, you know, with, mm-hmm. with uh, my visits from the FDA recently in my office and, and many things that have happened, we know that they're listening. And, that, and I appreciate that. In fact, I, for whatever reason, if they're, if they're listening to us because they're trying to catch us or trap right. us or entrap us or whatever – I don't care what the reason is. I'm glad that they're listening because somewhere along the line, someone, one of them, mm-hmm. is going to finally get it. And that, that get it message, that get it point for them will be when they realize what you just said, that at some point they or their loved ones are going to need this. Because it's not like only certain people have to deal with cancer and they are somehow protected from it. Or some people have to deal with these trials and tribulations we've talked about from hunger or 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 other types of uh, difficulties they may have if they don't learn to become self-sustained, they will have to deal with this themselves. At some point, even the Gestapo agents themselves are going to realize that they are susceptible to the same thing as everybody else. And at that point, at that get-it point, what I like to refer to as the get-it point, Mm -hmm. then they will most likely say, what the? (laughs) (laughs) What what have I been doing? Exactly. Come to that realization mm-hmm. that they may have without, because I'm sure most of them think what they're doing is the right thing. They, they obviously don't, you know, people have to believe that they're making a difference. So these people, I'm sure, think that they're doing the right thing. They don't realize right now, they don't realize how misguided their actions are. And they're just following the dictation of somebody above them who's following the dictation of somebody above them. You know, very few people really know and actually have the, the sinister plot and are aware of it. If you know, if if you're a conspiratorial realist like I am and like Robert is, yes, but yes. The point being that I believe that these people are going to at some point get it, and some of them probably have. I personally know of at least three people at the CDC that do get it mm-hmm. and that are aware of it, and that in their own way try to make the system uh, work from within better than it's working, and so. I'm sure there are other people like that throughout the system. And for those people, I'm grateful for them. And for those people that aren't aware, I'm grateful for them too because then it magnifies the light. In other words, you cannot appreciate the light as much as you can appreciate it as when you've experienced the darkness. Right. Well, yeah, my ailments and illnesses made me greatly appreciate life and healing and, and, and you know, tapping into these principles that have strengthened me and made me younger over the, the years chronologically. And that's something that, you know, comes through vibrationally. When we talk about media, you mentioned earlier, the broadcast media, the ability to communicate not only the spoken word, but the vibration and the integrity behind it. The hunger is there for that. And that's what I'm saying. Even if you're in the bureaucratic oligarchy doing things that a lot of people outside of it perceive as evil, some perceive as good, some within perceive it in many different ways. One day you wake up and and realize that it is not okay to destroy freedom. It is not okay to block healing, like the attack on the cancer at Camelot Cancer Center in Oklahoma, which was an FDA raid with the state uh, police as well, where there were people that are now sentenced to death 
who had been given up on by traditional oncology, who had gone there for help, and now were inadvertently sentenced to death by the FDA that shut down. Not that there were any complaints or that people were being harmed, but simply because they wanted to stop the free flow of not only information, but alternative treatments that are not approved by the federal government. And who put them in charge? The question is who gave them or granted them the authority? They don't have it. It was taken or it was stolen from the people who, to some degree, willingly gave up or in ignorance gave up on their own birthright and healing. Robert, I don't, I don't know who said this, but there's a, there was a famous saying that the, Eternal price of freedom is constant vigilance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that as a nation, we have stopped that vigilance and as a result, lost many of our freedoms. And I think that's what you're expressing and that's what has happened. Yes. And I do believe that we as a, as a nation, some of us are, there are more and more people becoming aware, but we have to stand up and we have to do something. And it's not just the freedom and health and choices that we make for our health and for our wellness, but it's also choices in everything, everything from financial choices and educational choices for our children. I'm so excited about this Ron Paul school that he's going to be starting, the online. Yeah, the, the, he's got program. the homeschool curriculum all the way up through high school coming out. It's very right. exciting, yes. And we're, going to be, we're going to be doing that with our youngest, who's eight years old. Beautiful. Uh, I'm very excited about that, but these are the choices that people have to make, and I think this is where that price of freedom, we have to pay a price of freedom. We have to, if we want our children to be better and have a better education system and we're not happy with the status quo, then we need to take make the effort that's necessary in order to homeschool or in order to plant a garden or in order to you know, set up a facility where you can have uh, – a cow yourself or chickens yourself or or to whatever the case may be it, it's going to take a little bit more effort but we have to stand up and we as a nation yes um as a, as a people demand this and i think there are a lot more people that are aware but the next step is now taking action yeah it's toughening up we've gone we've gotten soft and you know your example dr batar is that you stood up to tyranny you stood up against tyranny and it took a lot of effort a lot of time a lot of money and yet you stood up. You showed by that, that it can be done. And so as we talk to the bureaucratic oligarchy, it's not that we're rolling over it with airy-fairy New Age concepts. We're literally giving you an opportunity to do the right thing as well. But we're not standing down and not going to, well, okay, yeah, you can walk, walk right in and take whatever you want. No, no, no. We're standing up to defend what is right and true. Yeah, and there are a lot of people in government that also – want to do the right thing and are doing the right thing. Ron Paul is a perfect example. His son, Rand Paul. There are many other Congress members that want to do the right thing. And in fact, sometimes those same congressional members are the ones that we have to maybe look at for help to grease the skids, if you will, so that they, they can start looking into this. And you know, the, the hierarchy can be penetrated from within. There are many people, in fact, I mean, the what was the name of the uh, – Orrin Hatch, I guess it is, that did the Deshaies? Yeah, the Hatch and Harkin, they, they work together on these things. And, you know, listen, they're not perfect people. We don't think that any politician is the closest we've seen to it was Ron Paul, who yeah, clearly could be. But honestly, though, Robert, yeah. if you look at it, we're not perfect either. There's many things that I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll have a cupcake now and then, and, you know, I mean, none of us are perfect, but we try to do the things as, as well as we can. And compared to politicians, okay, it's a much lower <laughs> I'll give you that. And yeah. Ron Paul by far was the best one. I mean, Ron Paul. 
I think is a great role model for many people and he's a great role model for me. Uh, as a physician, he's a great role model. As a human, he's a great role model. But, yes. you know, we're, none of us are perfect. But some of these people have done good work. Yeah, we acknowledge that when they do. Indeed, and even Dr. Oz, who we'll rib on, if he says something right, I'll say, hey, Dr. Oz got it right today. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good example, but you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not a good example. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, listen, we got a lot more healing to go. We got one more segment coming up on Advanced Medicine Monday here with Dr. Rasha Batar. I promised you a major announcement you're going to want to plan for. That is coming up momentarily. Once again, if you have not already, if you're a new listener to the Robert Scott Bell Show, every Monday we kick it off officially with Dr. Rasha Batar doing advanced medicine. And, of course, the nine steps to keep the doctor away, his international bestseller. It's available. We have it linked up in the show notes. Check it out online at robertscottbell.com. And give us a call anytime, 24-7. Leave a message. We'll be able to answer it like the next week, 866-939-BELL, 866-939-2355. Back after this with that announcement I've been promising. The revolution will be broadcast. The Robert Scott Bell Show. to go where the truth takes him. Here's Robert. Occasionally, we feel the vitamin G coming from you out there listening to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Advanced Medicine Monday, each week with Dr. Batar. And we got a really cool thank you from someone I interviewed on the program recently, Dr. Batar. His name is Roy Dittman, and he is the author of The Brighton Baby. And this guy totally gets the whole intoxication issue, talking about prepping kids before you have kids so that they're never born in, in, in anywhere near the intoxicated state these children are through vaccines or other things. And Roy Dittman writes this. He says, thank you, Dr. Batar, for having the courage and discernment to, re- to reveal the facts to parents about the endemic corruption in big pharma, Congress, FDA, CDC and federal research. There are revolving doors and conflicts of interest all over this enormous, enormous scandal and fraud. That's become normal. I just add that. But enormous scandal yeah. and fraud. Man, he gets it. Well, I, I'm just looking at Dr. Dittman's uh, website over here, this Brighton Baby. Uh, i got to get a copy of this book. I didn't know. Uh... Yeah, this could be another text that, I mean, could help all of the parents that want to be parents or not yet to get mm-hmm. prepped right because he totally gets what you do and the reason for it and is fully informed as far as the net, the nature of what autism is related to mercury. Yeah, and this is and it's not just the just not just the mercury connection Robert as you know it's yes. there's a lot of other things but mercury by far by far is 85 to 90% the culprit it's a spark that causes the fire and yes there may be many mechanisms of that fire but the spark that initiates that entire cascade is the mercury. Mhm. So what are we going to do? Detox, of course. Get the nine steps to keep the doctor away. Find doctors that are doing what Dr. Batar is doing, or even better, this Friday and Saturday, doctors, are you listening? Advanced Medicine, it's coming to you in Chicago, outside of the O'Hare Airport area. We've got it linked up in the show notes, advancedmedicineseminars.com. That's huge. Friday and Saturday for everybody. Doctors plan to stay for both days, and all of our lay audience, if you can make it, you know you're going to Autism One. If you're already in the area, this will be the warm-up, and this this will be blow your mind in such a wonderfully powerful way and empower you in ways that no other seminar has. The Chicago event is going to be a great event. Um, we don't have a lot of registrations, but we have 
you know, the same number that we've had for the last couple of seminars. But what's really getting exciting is what's going to happen at the Charlotte one, which is going to happen in July. Yep. Because we've got a lot of people already registered for that one. That's not to say that if you were planning on coming to Chicago, not to come to Chicago, because Chicago is going to be great. There's certain things, stepwise, uh, there's going to be things that are going to happen at Chicago, and that's going to be built upon in Charlotte and then in Cancun. Interesting. Chicago, Charlotte, and Cancun all start with C. I don't know what that means. That but is probably the triple C, you know. This is a good, it's a good sign, actually. C, C cubed. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I'm, I'm planning to bring the whole family up in July to Charlotte, so be ready. Excellent. But the big one that I'm really excited about, Robert, where it's going to be. This is the major announcement. Get ready. Okay, yeah, this is a major announcement. So in Cancun, August the 3rd to August the 10th is going to be when we're going to have a Cancun retreat. It's going to be seven days, actually eight days, seven nights. And, I mean, everything that's planned for that event is going to be absolutely just out of this world. It's going to be the best experience that anybody's going to have. And I'm not just talking about from the educational aspect and all the stuff that you're going to learn and what we're going to be actually launching there. The, the launch of the head map will take place there. We're going to have a soft launch in Chicago. Well, very soft in the sense that we're going to explain more of the details. But by July in Charlotte will be the... The actual infrastructure will be disclosed to people, mm-hmm. and by August, we're really going to be ramping it up. So I'm really, really excited about this. Uh, the seminar, the cost, you know, all, it's all inclusive, all the food and all the drinks and everything, room service and 24 hours, all the, I mean, just delicious food, nine different restaurants to choose from, um, you know, even, even to the point that things such as uh, spa is going to be covered up to $750 that's already included within your trip per couple that you can just use. It's, it's already there. It's already incorporated. Um, the Beach Boys are going to be there, so the we'll have boys. tickets. The Beach Boys. The, the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys, that's out. right. Out. And we have concert tickets for everybody who's going to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cirque du Soleil-like entertainment, it's called The Rock, that's going to be there. We have tickets for all the people that are going to be attending there. I mean, everything, oceanfront, jacuzzi suites for everybody. Now, there are certain things that, only certain people will be able to get to because we only have a limited number of uh, suites that we could get. But the first six rooms will have a private catered dinner on a on a yacht that goes out into the ocean. And one of the top chefs in the world, who is the chef for a five diamond restaurant, five diamond uh, resort, he will be our our private chef for the night. But that's only going to be for the first 12 people, uh, for the first six rooms that are reserved. For the first 10 rooms, they will have certain privileges that come with uh, with uh, a diamond elite privilege that they call it. So we can't do that for everybody because the cost is too exorbitant. But um, they are certain they – w- they will be. There's advantages to to register early. Not yes. everybody's going to get the tickets to the Beach Boys and to the Rock. And Well, right, you know, but, just so you know, Robert Scott Bell Show listeners of Advanced Medicine Monday, you're getting the first – first dibs on this because no one else in the world knows this right now out there in the world we're announcing it's not even up on the website yet yeah yeah actually that's absolutely true robert it's not even up on the website yet we have to get it up on the website i will take uh one i will make one little point though i did mention this on saturday to the people at the seminar that came at the minister's health and we had a number of people that said that they wanted to do it but nobody can register for it right now we are going to open it up hopefully this week it'll be something on the website we will be sending out a notification to everybody and it will be a very exclusive event because we're not going to have my plan is that there will not be more than 80 or 90 people there Mm -hmm. um it may be less and that's fine 
but we can't have more than 80 people there. So, Well, just letting you know also for the, those that listen to the show here each week, if you haven't signed up for email alerts at robertscottbell.com, I will be sending out the moment Dr. Batard gives me the green light to our listening audience, uh, special access that you'll, you'll be able to you know jump on it before anybody else just about. So uh, heads up on that this week, everybody. And, Robert, the best thing that I want to make sure everybody understands, because this is a seminar, you can write off the expense, but I cannot understand with the quality of the food, the quality of the accommodations, the quality of what all they extend to us, even to the point of picking us up at the airport, taking us back to the airport, it's all included in there, how they can do this. I mean, it's going to work out to be less than $290 per person per night. I mean, that's, it's, that's pretty incredible, which includes everything. So including, includes a seminar cost too. In fact, I think I'm going to, I'm so overwhelmed with what we're going to be able to provide and how this company has accommodated us that I might even put down a 100% money back guarantee that if somebody by by that second day, if they're not happy, they're not blown away by what they're saying, fine, you leave and I'll, I'll cover the cover that expense. Although <laughs> I can't see how anybody in their right mind would not be absolutely excited about this because of what you're going to get. I'm telling you right now, I went to the same accommodations just just myself with my family a couple of years ago. Yes. And it cost me almost three times what what it's going to cost anybody to go. So, well, listen, to- heads up on this because we're, the details are coming out this week. We're going to let you know about it. Very exciting. And if you haven't made your summer vacation plans yet, this could be the thing that ties into an education and a life transformation like normally vacations don't do. This will do that, a full week of all-inclusive. Plus, the Beach Boys are going to be there, a Cirque du Soleil-like event that will be a part of the inclusion as well as the advanced medicine seminar throughout the week and the introduction and the activation of the AHEAD map, which will also be of economic benefit to those who attend. Absolutely. That's going to be a big part. It's going to actually take the words that we end the show with every week, the power to heal is yours and literally put it in your hands because you will now have the power to heal not only yourself but those that are close to you and then they themselves will become empowered. It's not that somebody has to be dependent on me or you, Robert. They are going to become independent and Mm -hmm. they can become, they can pass that gift on to everybody else because it's going to be no cost to anybody to take the head map. It's not going to cost anybody a single dime but the data that we collect and those that then partake into the program and do the next step they will see their own scores drop. They will experience the benefit themselves. They will be empowered by their own physical being improving, and then they themselves will have the power to heal, not only themselves but their friends and their family and their associates. And the nice part is that there is an affiliate component to this Mm -hmm. that will allow somebody to pay this forward and get remunerated uh, by passing the blessing on. Beautiful. And with that, we've just done it. Another wonderful Advanced Medicine Monday here with Dr. Batar. Check it out. The links are up, including to the archives. Remember, the updates will be coming through in your email if you're already signed up. Please uh, do please do so if you haven't. And uh, until next week, Dr. Batar, you'll just uh, we'll, we'll connect during the week. But I uh, just got to remind everybody, we've done it a few times already this hour, but can't do it enough. The power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott Bell Show.